0: Are you a podcaster that's trying to get to the next level or trying to grow your brand as a show or content provider? Let me introduce you to Podcorn.com, who boot to the face would like to thank for sponsoring this week's episode. Before signing up with Podcorn, it was an obstacle to not only find sponsors, but to find a brand that matched ours. For a young or even an established podcast trying to make their mark, it can be very discouraging at times. That's why we at Boots to the Face are excited to be partnering up with Podcorn, where in a short period of time, we had a quick response and opportunities presented to us. The prospect of being able to find potential sponsors turned things around and changed the game for us. Because of this, we wanted to share this fantastic opportunity with you as well. Podcorn is a great opportunity to connect with different brands that fit your demographic. It doesn't matter the size of your show, as shows of all sizes can participate in the Podcorn Benefit. Their mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control. A cool thing about Podcorn is there is no middleman. You will be able to search for and connect directly with the sponsors. The best part is that you will never lose the rights to your podcast and your brand, all while Podcorn helps ensure that you are protected and taken care of for the work that you do with each brand you select. So if you're looking to expand your brand, then look no further than this episode's show notes and click the link that will take you to Podcorn.com where you can join us by signing up and starting your Podcorn search today.
1: Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 89 of your favorite wrestling podcast. I'm your co-host Chris rucker along with Marty Vasquez. And what a week it has been. I don't know about wrestling, but it's been a fucking week. How's it going in uh Socal, Marty?
0: It's not going too well.
1: I mean, it's not it's not going too bad. Um
0: Wow, that was a blunder if I'll ever one. Um, it's been going pretty good. Nothing too crazy. Things are starting to open up again. Almost everything is opened up. Um, we're about to meet that final stretch where gyms and theaters are going to open, but that's I think that's a couple weeks out. But as of this week, restaurants are dining, um, bars are open. So different, obviously precautions in place, but one more step to normalcy. Um, or at least being able to do things like normal, with the exception of all the crazy-ass shit going on out there, outside of COVID. Um, but other than that, um, it's not going too bad. I mean, for me, personally, it's been going great. How about yourself?
1: You know, another week of work and, and shit like that. Um, obviously, the world is on fire, literally. And, you know, I don't want to, like, tie down... The podcast with all that because I'm sure we got a lot of shit to talk about, not a lot of time. But if you like, just a word of advice, (laughs) and I don't mean this to sound the way it's going to sound, but if you're just like a white person that you claim that's not racist and all, if somebody's telling you they think something racist, just shut the fuck up. Like, you don't have the right to tell somebody what you think is wrong and right and how they should go about doing anything. Just if you're not going to help. Just shut the hell up and get out of the way. That's, that's the theme for this weekend in my eyes. Like, shit's going on that's wrong. It's been wrong for the longest time. People are getting fed up. And if you're more fed up with the rioting and the looting than you are every time somebody gets killed that's black, then you might be part of the fucking problem. That's just my take on it. But we'll move on uh,
0: from I mean, all just, that. I mean, just since we're on it, I mean... There's a reason why in my nose. there's no stupid motherfucker of the week. Um, it's the fucking world, man. Like, this year, this week, the stupid motherfucker of the world is Earth. Planet Earth. Fuck everybody, dude. Like, it's seriously, it's freaking ridiculous. It, people need to get their heads out of their asses. That's all I'm going to say about it.
1: Yep. Other than that, uh, I think you were talking about how your city is opening up and shit like that. So I just went to Walmart, like, right before we started <laughs> And nobody around here anymore is, like, respecting the coronavirus at all. Like, Walmart was packed. There were three people in the store that didn't work there with a mask on. I was one of them and two other people. And, like, I get in line, the self-checkout area, you know, because Walmart doesn't believe Wait, in having their you employees said, check you out.
0: You said you didn't have a mask?
1: No, three people oh. did have one. Oh. Me and Got two ahead. other people. That I was going to say,
0: at. oh, you a cool motherfucker then. Now, uh, I don't, I don't uh, have to wear a mask with this bitch.
1: Out of hundreds of people, that's another stupid motherfucker thing. Like, all the people that are like, I don't have to wear a mask just because you're scared. No, motherfucker, how about you wear it in case? Well, I'm not sick, so I don't have to wear a mask. Have you not been paying attention? Like, people that are sick half the time don't know they're sick. So just because you feel good doesn't mean you might not have something that could infect another person. Ah,
0: well, people. Ah, people well, I mean, fuck you, already, stupid. You, you already know about the stupid hag of the week, so uh, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about that nasty ass old lady.
1: God, people are stupid. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so I was at Walmart, and just people people don't respect this shit anymore. Like, like it's been said, man, people are bored with it, I guess. And if they haven't gotten sick yet, I guess they figure, well, hell, I'm not going to get sick. So, But other shit that's been going on, my, my AC unit's fucked right when Georgia Heat gets ready to start kicking in. So if y'all can hear a little buzz in the background, I just went and bought like a little personal Honeywell fan to put on the table, because it's hot as fuck. Uh, so that's, that that's how my week is going, man. It's that like sucks. hit after hit. But a new month starts tomorrow. We will officially be looking for a house starting tomorrow. Um, so that's exciting. The family's good. The whole nine, man, just trying to stay safe and not go crazy.
0: I need to tell you, like I told you in the past, but you share posts all the time. Uh, I, I love I love your daughter. She her her, her, <laughs> her shit is hilarious. Everything you post of hers, even what Leanne posts, like that shit is hilarious. It and it's does, real. Like, like, that's we it. don't exactly add, we don't add I it, 100%, it. any of it. I believe it. And so when I see that, that just puts a smile on my face and laughter in my voice because I can picture it and it's fantastic. Like She's I like want the- I want a segment of yours your social media to have a segment throughout the week of like shit Layla says. And we thought of, we
1: actually thought about doing that a while. Like that a couple that of years shit would ago. be fantastic. When she first like started getting she's like a perfect mix between me and Leanne. Like she's got all Leanne's like girliness and all that, and she's got my smart ass attitude. And so sometimes she'll say something and I'll be like, What the fuck did she just say? But I, I and think, then I like, think about you know, it, I'm like, that's probably the same shit I would have said.
0: <laughs> you know like Jimmy Kimmel has like like they retweets on shit on that. I'm gonna so we're gonna do a segment. Like <laughs> Layla, stuff, Layla posts of the week, and we're just gonna share like the shit you, you post that she shares all week long because that shit is hilarious.
1: Yeah, I share most of that on like Facebook. Every now and then I'll put it on on Twitter. And another thing, if you're listening and you like sent me Facebook requests and stuff like that, like I'm not a dickhead. I just that's more family and and close friends and shit like that. Like I've accepted a couple people, but I'm trying to keep it. Keep it centered around like family and close friends. So if you've sent me one and you're listening, I apologize. I'm just I'm not an asshole. Just follow me on Twitter and shit like that. and We'll be good. That makes any sense? Yeah. And where Um, can they
0: find you on Twitter?
1: At Roka Twenty Twenty, but you can find us, Santana Garrett's favorite podcast at Boot to the Face, and on Instagram at Boot to the Face underscore. You can find Marty not tricking off on the internet because he's got a girlfriend. So, y'all quit telling him that he's on Tinder like you did last week. You can find him at A Bearded Master on pretty much everything, including yep. Grinder. Oh, wow, what a dick. <laughs> what a dick. Slide it in there at the end. That's what she said. <laughs> Marty, you getting any random uh, stuff this week you want to talk about, or you want me to just go over the shit that I got?
0: Nah, man, I got nothing in there. Right now, I'm in the. Uh Save what you can Because we gotta move in a couple months Kind of kind of phase yeah. So I'm trying to limit what I buy Which means that every time I'm about to buy something I sit back and I talk myself out of it No matter how bad I wanna buy it That's where I'm at right now Like I deleted my eBay, account, my eBay app So I would stop wow. clicking on it Trying to order shit right now
1: I got a couple gift boxes this week uh, The first one was from Eric Over at Doing the Favor he sent me this. He's he told me about it for a while. I think he's had it for a couple months. He got this artwork of Harlem Heat where they're standing there with the tag titles, just like a old school Harlem Heat picture. It's mostly in black and white, but like their gear is in color, and it's fucking dope. Um, it is from the guy that drew it was at Nemo Three John on Twitter. Nemo N E M O the number three John. It's fantastic. Then he sent me a bunch of like old school WCW Sting cards and. Some WWE cards, so that was cool. And then I got a Canadian gift box from our boys over at Talk See, when you go on their Trivamania Mania show and you whoop everybody's ass two weeks in a row, they don't, they can't talk trash because they're Canadian, so they just send you stuff. Like, <laughs> and they, they, send,
0: they send you the box and with a note "Sorry, and nobody could compete
1: with you, eh?" Yeah, let's go to the mall. <laughs> oh I love those guys, this those guys box are awesome. was yeah, this box is fantastic. The best thing in this box was a tie. I just tried the Montreal steak seasoning yesterday on a couple steaks that was a little bit <clears throat> rarer than what I normally would like my steak. But it was good. The seasoning was fantastic. And the all dressed fucking Canadian ruffles. Oh my god. Dez, thank you so much that shit was so good. Next time send a bigger bag. Uh <laughs> We're American. We don't do those little grab bags. We're all obese over here. That's probably why.
0: I wonder. Uh, I have friends because those are Lay's, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, no. Uh. Ru- well, oh, Ruff- Ruffles, Lay's. No. 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 They're Ruffles.
0: I was gonna say because I have a friend who works for Frito Lay. I'm like, I wonder if there's any way they can get a hold of that shit.
1: They sent I, all uh, kind of shit. I'm looking at the picture. The ketchup chips. Let me say, the ketchup chips are the most overrated fucking thing coming out of Canada. Those since don't Trish even Stratus. sound good, man. Since Trish Stratus, that's how overrated Ooh, they are. Oh, whoa. What? Whoa! Am I lying? No. Yes, you are.
0: Because when Trish Stratus came out at Canada, she wasn't coming out as a wrestler. She was coming she was out bodybuilder. She was coming out with TNA as TNA, and so that was definitely yeah exactly. Not overrated. That's what she was good for yeah, but she wasn't overrated for that. Her in
1: ring is overrated. She was
0: her. She was perfectly fit for that. Um, <laughs> well, that's <so>. true. <laughs>
1: I mean, every time she tried to do that little Matrix move, it was like a crapshoot, and rather than that, she'd fall on her ass and not oh, to get that back Oh, that was bad. That was it was bad. like, why do you keep doing it? You can't do it right. Like, the shit doesn't look cool when like, you fall over.
0: The shit where, like, Austin, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the clip, but, like, afterward, like, after the show, when like, Austin stunners The Rock, and The Rock just stands there, and he's like, <laughs>
1: to, like <finish laughs> him, and he's like, do
0: it. <laughs> that's that's kind of what that was like. <laughs>
1: Have you ever seen the the entrance on a pay per view where Melina goes to do her little jump in the air and do the splits on the ring apron and she falls off?
0: No, oh I, my god, I'm not gonna lie, I can't stand Melina whatsoever. What? So I, I can't, dude. What? I know you're a fan of hers, but I just why? can't do it. I can't do it. You know what? I mean, you know what let's you
1: mean? not let's not get racist, but why you got a problem with all the Hispanic people? I don't. You don't like Sammy Guevara.
0: Sammy Guevara is a bitch, so let's get that Sammy short.
1: Guevara is the has, Spanish Has God.
0: nothing to do with his ethnicity.
1: Sammy Guevara is the man, and you're going you're gonna to come around on that. Sammy Guevara is the man. We'll talk about him later, I'm sure, when we get to AEW. But uh, getting back to this box, man, they sent me this Kraft dinner shit that my daughter and my son just, like, took. Oh, yeah, Layla definitely I, took like, I all to the know. candy as I was opening it.
0: Is it different than, mac, than Kraft mac and
1: cheese? It is. It's got a little bit different texture. Okay. It's a little thicker. Okay. Uh that's it tastes a that's, little that's bit different. It's 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 good, man. I liked it. And then all the candy and shit they sent, but I appreciate y'all at Talk Eric over it doing a favor for sending that. And then last but not least, you know, this figure stuff, I'm new to it. People call it their holy grail figures and shit like that. I don't know if I have a holy grail one, but one that I've been wanting for a while is the ringside exclusive Wolfpack Sting figure. And that shit was going for like a hundred and something bucks on ebay. Found a good deal on it. Pulled the trigger. The guy had it in perfect condition. I got it. And I'm just like, you know, I'm a loose guy. But I'm like, I can't open this shit. Right? So, exactly. So now I guess I'll just have to find a cheaper one that I can open and have both of them.
0: That's and where you just find those. when it's already open package, and you just buy that one just because it's going to be display Because you already had the nice one locked up. Yep. Yep. Well, Marty, where are we going after this? Well... Why don't we do some recaps, and we'll start off there.
1: Full disclosure, I started to watch SmackDown this morning and then didn't. It was on Hulu, and I saw when Jimmy Uso got eliminated from the Battle Royal, I was upset. Because I was sitting there thinking, watching the Battle Royal, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's not going to win the match against whoever he's wrestling. But if he wins the Battle Royal and wrestles, like, there's your wrestler of the week right there. like. Yeah. A tag team specialist winning the Battle Royal and then putting on a good... Because I knew he'd have put on a good match versus whoever he wrestled. But, but.
0: you know you know from the start of the show who was going to... I already knew who was going to be in that match. like From the start of the show and from the interaction backstage with everybody before the Battle Royal, you knew it was going to be Sheamus because you know Sheamus is behind the 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 Jeff Hardy situation. Um, I actually thought that Baron Corbin was going to be behind it as well. Just because Elias was the one that was on the ground, but I think it's pretty safe to say that Sheamus is the reason for that, which is why Sheamus and why Jeff Hardy came out after him at the end of the mat or end of the card, which you obviously didn't see. Um, but yeah, SmackDown actually wasn't too bad this week. Um, I'm not gonna lie; I think actually all of WWE was was pretty good. I don't remember fast forwarding too much through any of it. Uh, last night I did SmackDown, Raw, and Dynamite. And I didn't fast forward to much of it at all because, with the exception of commercials and a couple promos, I thought it was a pretty solid week of wrestling. Um, that's my take on it. Did you watch anything else besides, or that's with the exception of SmackDown?
1: I watched AEW and I watched NXT. I finished NXT the other night. Raw is just. It's just unwatchable for me race recently. Like I just I can't get into it. I don't know if it's the Becky effect or what, but I just Raw doesn't feel the same anymore. I you don't know, know if doesn't. I'm just if I'm if the, the non crowd is wearing thin on me or what, but well, it just it's not fun anymore.
0: You're missing it then because all week long, all three shows, WWE introduced a crowd.
1: Oh yeah. I with saw hockey
0: that. with hockey glass.
1: I saw that we saw a, a fan of our show sitting in the crowd too. She's yeah. the only she's the only fan of the show that was allowed to go in there. So we should have got her on the line and and got some damn inside the building recap. But you know,
0: <laughs> she was there Monday night and Friday night. She was in both both uh, tent in the for both events. Um, but yeah, what do you think if they going forward? One, I'm not. I I feel like they're missing the ball with their with their crowd. Um, it just, it just sounds too forced. Yeah, it does. There. It like sounds AEW. like they're
1: told who to cheer for. I mean, it's almost like they're pumping in booze and cheers in the crowd. Like, they're, you can almost tell they were given instructions to go out there and cheer for the good guys and boo the bad guys. Like, AEW is more natural. Like, they're more, hey, I like this guy, I'm going to cheer for him. I don't like this guy, I'm not going to cheer for him. And you can, you can sense that. And that's where AEW is kicking their ass at.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you think, going forward, if they open up crowds and they use this hockey glass, so to speak, around the arena?
1: If it's a necessity, I'm all for it. Like, if we still haven't found anything for this and you're trying to protect the wrestlers, I mean, if the if the fans go out there, that's their prerogative to, like people were saying, like, I'm not afraid, so I'm going to go out. Okay, that's fine. But in order to protect the wrestlers, I don't have a problem with it. Now, if we get a vaccine and we get a cure for it and all that, and you're just doing it for the hell of it, I think it takes away the fan experience. Like, why would you want to go sit on the front row if you won't be able to interact with the wrestlers like you normally would? Like, that's the entire point of paying that much money to sit in the front besides trying to get on TV is to have interaction with the wrestlers that you wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm not a fan of it. If if it comes back with the fans. Like, if the fans are back in the building, the glass needs to go.
0: Yeah, I think with not only that, but I think it also takes away uh, and eliminates the wrestlers coming out of from the runouts from the crowd. Uh, I th- I don't think we're going to see people come through the crowd for a long time. Mm. Um, even, even once things open back up and the, even the glass moves away, uh, I think they're going to have strict, you know, you don't walk out through the crowd. Um... So even like Roman, I don't think Roman's coming through the crowd, it definitely not coming through the crowd anytime soon. Um, I think that's gonna be eliminated for a long time as well. So I think that takes away from the experience of being in the crowd with some of these guys who who show up through the do the raptor or like not so sort the of raptors, but you know, from the atrium and stuff like that.
1: Visually I don't like it either. Like it's it's not good visually. It just, the the reflection and the glare coming off of it. It, And
0: if it it was solid, it'd be, oh, I would be able to kind of get behind it. But the Falcon and Child just went to Home Depot and threw up some flimsy plexiglass. And it's like shaking and shattering, moving all over the place. Put some fucking edging on that shit and and make it look like it's supposed to be there. Hell, if the fucking grocery store can have one that looks like, like it's supposed to, like it's built to be there, then you guys could do the exact same shit.
1: Get the uh get the same shit you use in the elimination chamber like that looks better. the stuff that they use for the pods on that get a that's like true. you said, get a top border of it that holds it in where the shit's not all looks like paper thin when the wind blows it's just blowing in the wind. just get something a little thicker and I don't know it just it doesn't look good <laughs> right. maybe that's why I didn't enjoy raw this week. I was distracted, but it was just trash.
0: especially by the walkway like when the unramp and the or the ramp in the corner right there that's where you really saw it. And that's where I my t- kept capturing my attention. It's like, ah, oh, fucking just, like, hold, have one of them hold that shit. Just, let it, just stand there. Your, your only reason you're on TV this week is to hold the plexiglass. That's all we want. And I
1: want them, somebody know. to come out, like, dressed in fucking... A bubble? Yeah, just dressed in a, what do you call it?
0: A hazmat suit?
1: A hazmat suit with, like, a little fucking face shield like Dexter.
0: They definitely so, missed that, Mark. With the, with the shuttle taking off this week... They easily could have somebody come out with a fucking Did you watch too, that? Like that? Did you watch no, the shuttle? I didn't get to. I was going to, but then I got busy at work and I wasn't able to watch it. Did you?
1: Yeah, I uh, I called the kids in the room and we all watched it. That was the first time they had ever seen something like that. So that was cool. That's awesome. It looks, it looks way different than, you know, when we were kids and they were sending people. Or hell, even what, 2011 was the last time we sent somebody up there. It looks different from then, just like the the <clears> onboard <throat> technology that we have now. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I even told my wife, I was like, how cool would it be if, like, an alien spaceship just rolled by while they were going up there? Just, like, threw the deuce at them and kept on going. Like, they're sitting at a stoplight. Like, I wanted to see something different. And I've been keeping up with it, man. I'm not really a big nerd like that, but that's shit like that is cool.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Like, I, I, I want to try to watch the footage of it and everything uh, so I can watch it back. But I remember when, <clears throat> my, my grandfather used to work at the Air Force Base out here, so every time the, it was uh, over with the shuttle would uh, be at before they sent it out to Florida. And so we, there always was like a family event, and the family of the employees of the, at the, the base could come out and basically meet the astronauts before they flew out on their fighter pl- uh, jets and got to walk through everything and see the shuttle and got little like shuttle badges. Um, so, yeah, I've always been a fan of it, and I always loved it. Uh, I I I, re- I was upset because I wa- I was ready to watch it the other day and then it got scrapped and I couldn't watch it and then yesterday it, everything happened I wasn't able to watch it yesterday so that comes kind of buttoned me out. So I um, thought it was
1: cool how right before they got ready to take off it was like we got to get the clear to take off like imagine you do all that shit you get there you're sitting in the in the cockpit for three <laughs> hours like, you know what uh, it's about to rain so we're gonna have to postpone this shit let's let's all try again tomorrow <laughs> like what? wait a minute. We're less than a minute away from taking off, and they just call it off. But it went off without a hitch, man. It was it was cool to watch. I had a lot of questions too, but I'll I'll try to look them up later. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> so we get
0: Nia Jax in a triple threat match with Charlotte Flair again um, and Natalia. I, I don't know if you watched this match or not, but I actually thought it wasn't too bad. I thought it was pretty damn decent, actually but we get Nia Jax to win the match and she's now going to face Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Are you behind this or is this just another opponent to be looked over?
1: No, I like it. I'm uh I like both of them those women wrestling. Uh I'm not the biggest of Nia Jax fans, but I'm definitely far from a Nia Jax like detractor. Like I think for the size that she has, I love the fact that how can I put Alright, so, like, we don't wrestle. And most of the internet doesn't wrestle. And yet everybody's always so quick to call something a botch. Or she doesn't know what she's doing. She's unsafe. She's green. Look, cocksucker, you never wrestled. Like, quit using that vernacular. Just be a fan. Like, just watch the show. You are nobody to critique somebody that's been a damn champion that was in a prominent program at WrestleMania. You can give whatever excuse you want, but the fact is, the woman's that good, she... Is different than every other woman that's there. So yeah, if she messes up, it's gonna look worse. Because half the time she's in the ring with Kyrie Sane, who's like ninety five pounds soaking wet. So chill the fuck out. Like there's actually a breaking news thing that was tweeted out the other day that somebody was bloodied in the match with Nia Jax. It's like that's where we're going with this. Like every time somebody gets scratched while they're in the ring with her, it's breaking news now. But to her credit she takes it and runs with it, like, on social media because there's no fans in the crowd. So, what, what? how do you get over and stay over as a heel? You piss people off online. Like, that's how you keep your heat. So, when they come back, <laughs> they're still going to be booing you. But I like Nia Jax. I mean, I shouldn't say I like her. I, I don't not like her. I can tolerate her. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Oscar. Like, everything oscar has been doing for the past year, I've dug, including when she was in a feud with Becky. Like there's just some people have it and some people don't and Asuka clearly has it and I'm a fan of it so I definitely would rather that match than her versus Charlotte or her versus uh, Natalia. like I'm not quite on the I hate Natty like you are but I'm I don't hate Natty I got like one foot on the line at least it's time for her to go
0: out the pasture and this (laughs) match showed that especially her reaction afterwards it was like
1: Natty's about to turn heel
0: she is and it's Tyson Kidd's getting involved now. I don't know what's gonna happen there. Uh I'm 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 I'm, I'm with you. I, I'm on board with Nia Jax being in a match with Asuka. Um I'm not the biggest fan of Asuka and just the way they have her come out. Like I just think that they make her too much of a character than what she should be, if that makes sense at all. Yeah. Um that that's what that's the only thing I about Asuka does, that I don't care for. I I, lo- I think she's a fantastic wrestling performer. That I do like. I just don't like her character. I think they they, they they comic it up way too much than what they should.
1: Well, see, um, going on, going off of that, the thing I like about her is, like... I don't think it was this week. I think it was last week. She's in the ring celebrating her and Kyrie, and Nia Jax comes out. But she's able to flip that switch to go from fucking goofy, right. I'm celebrating, to bitch, you just knocked my friend over. And, like, beat the hell out of Nia Jax. So she can hit that switch and get vicious whenever she wants to. And that's what... I don't know. I kind of like the, I like the dichotomy of attitude that she has with her. Where she can change on the drop of a hat.
0: I didn't like. Here is the thing. I don't know if she's supposed to be a face or a heel. Seems like after the Becky thing, they tried to make twist, let the switch to make her a face. I don't know why. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I think she does better work as a heel. But then when she came out for the KO show, you know, she's changing the Becky Chance, and it's like, you don't need to. Don't just don't. It doesn't come off right. Just don't be a champion, and be yourself. But that, that was my only takeaway on that. Um, do you have anything else from Rod you want to talk about?
1: I do not. Let's okay. uh, Let's take a break, and then after our sponsors tell us what people need to go out and pay attention to, we will come back and continue. This is Boot to the Face, episode 89. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 89, Chris Rock and Marty Vasquez, your mom's favorite podcast, and we are back to continue reviewing the week in wrestling.
0: So a couple quick things, just a yay or nay, Matt Riddle is now on the main roster and will, will be debuting on SmackDown after his loss this week to what Eric Thatcher, I believe it was, in the cage match, which I gotta say, I love the cage they use on NXT, Yeah. Um, I wish they would use that cage all the time now instead of the old cage that they've been using for the last forty years. Um, but Matt Riddle to the main roster and on SmackDown, good move. You're behind it, or is this something that premature? Or he's just going to get lost in the mix?
1: I'm indifferent to it. I'm not. I'm not a Matt Riddle guy like most people. Like I don't see, I don't see the hype of it. Um, He's good in the ring, like don't give me that. But as we've talked about before, I'm more of a character person before the in ring stuff. So just because you're a good in ring wrestler is not like enough for me. Like I need to give a shit about you, and I don't give a shit about Matt Riddle. Um,
0: oh, so that's why you like Sting because of the character, not because uh, of the wrestling. I'm just kidding. I, I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. I was just joking.
1: I'm you. Know, <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: I don't mean it. I'm just kidding. Don't get sensitive right now.
1: I mean, just like. Wow. I'm sorry. Wow. Anyway, uh, let me ask you Does it make sense that these people lose? Like, they're. I mean, I guess it's like back in the territory days. Like, you put the other guy over before you move on to a different territory. But Matt Riddle's build is this MMA fighter. And everybody that can... Everybody that's anybody that knows anything about him tells you he could beat up Brock Lesnar in a real fight. And he can beat up Goldberg in a real fight. Well, they put him in a quote-unquote real fight against a guy that most of us have never heard of until a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and Buddy just whooped his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, beat his ass. And now he goes to the main roster and he's supposed to be a tough guy? Like, you don't think we watched NXT two days ago? That was 48 hours ago. Nobody's scared of you around here. Exactly.
0: That's what I don't like. It's like... You're going to make him go to the main roster. And I, I know it's the same, you know, three brands, but it's still, at the end of the day, going to be the main roster. Um, you know, when you go into a title match, you want them, the opponents looking strong. You want them to look like they can actually be there. When you have him lose a match like the way he did and then say, oh, he's going to be on SmackDown. Why? He, he didn't do He got his ass beat this last match. What's Why does he get the bump up? And people who have been on the card forever, who have done well the entire time, Right. are still there on on NXT. You know what I mean? So I agree with you 100% on that one. Um, just a quick hit from AEW this week. Tyson shows up. He has um, some UFC fighters there with him. Uh, Wasn't Tyrone Woodley there? I thought I saw him there. I, I yeah. think I did.
1: But... He was on something this week, right? And I was like, oh, shit, there's Tyrone Woodley. Had no clue he was fighting last night and got his ass kicked. So maybe he should have been... <laughs> paying attention to what he was doing, and full disclosure, like, Tyrone Woodley's really the only MMA fighter left that I cheer for now that, like, Misha Tate and everybody like that is gone. Like, he was my guy. this
0: week, too, I think.
1: Who? Woodley. He lost. He got his ass kicked last oh.
0: night. Oh, it was last night. Okay. That's yeah, cool. he
1: got I his ass that's... beat.
0: So, but, it's, um, we had Vitor Belfort show up with him. Henry Cejudo was Rashad there,
1: too. Rashad Evans was there. Rashad I mean, Evans looks different. He didn't even look the same.
0: Right? Uh, but they had a bunch of stuff, you know a confrontation and then there's some interviews and things come afterwards from Chris Jericho talking about Tyson having a match and with him and thinking that Tyson will do well in the ring as a wrestler. Is is Jericho just trying to get him over to, to make something happen and get some things going or is he being serious? Because I don't see Tyson being a wrestler. I don't, see Tyson. I don't want to see Tyson. I, I barely want to see Tyson in a ring boxing right now.
1: Here's the Which thing. I
0: do want to see. Just throw that out there.
1: I hate to break this to people. And I'm a Mike Tyson fan. He's 53 years old. He's not a pro wrestler. He hadn't had a real fight in over 10 years. Um, he just got back into shape. The man smokes weed like Cheech and Chong, basically. Um, if you got a problem with... What's that big motherfucker's name? Tyson Fury wrestling and you had a problem with the guy that Brock Lesnar fought over in Saudi Arabia wrestling, those are guys that have been pro athletes more recently and currently than Tyson has, then I want the same energy towards Mike Tyson versus Chris Jericho. Between the two of them, it's like 107 years old when you add their ages together. I'm not trying to be funny. Maybe, maybe I got a couple years off, but they're both over 50. Isn't Jericho 50 something? Is Jericho 50? No. Jericho, I think, is in his 50s. Is he not? I thought he was only like f- late 40s. If he's not 50, he's fucking creeping up to it. All right, Tyson Oh, creeping 50- up to it. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's say 100 years old. At the very least, between right. the two of them, it's 100 years old. He's going to be 50 you, this year. He's going to be 50 want, this year. Okay, whoever's listening to this, I want you to have the same energy you had for Tyson Fury and the MMA guy that Can't came out and this. fought Brock Lesnar and how much you hated it. You need that same energy with this. This was nothing but Monday Night Raw, 1998, all over again, 22 years later. Much more of a clusterfuck. It was awful. Um, oh,
0: my God. What, what, was him ripping his shirt off so cringeworthy?
1: And look, I don't man? really care about the the retreading of, of storylines. Like, wrestling is wrestling. Like, there isn't many new storylines coming up. But this was a fucking carbon copy. Like, <laughs> there was nothing different about this. There was... And, take
0: out, take out... The UFC fighters and put DX, take out Jericho, put in Austin. It's the exact same shit.
1: It's the exact same thing. Even ended the same way. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm no more excited for this than I was Tyson Fury or anybody else. Like, you get me somebody that's more current that I think could actually go. You get me somebody in there that's not going to be smiling like Mike Tyson. He looked giddy to be in the ring. Like, he didn't look mad. He didn't look like the baddest man on the planet. He looked like a fucking fan sitting there and Jericho was punking him out. There was nothing in me that said Tyson's about to whoop Jericho's ass. There was nothing there. I just, I never felt that. There was never that threat. So I'm not giving a shit about it.
0: Same page. Uh, so we got the rest of the week and then we'll move on from our recaps of what's gone on this week. Um, I don't know if you watched it all, but I got down as the rest of the week the new United States champion yeah,
1: buddy, Apollo Cruz, first off, can we just you he doesn't even have to have a good match. The fact that this man did a press slam, a moon salt, stood up and then did a shooting star press all within like fifteen seconds of each other. that's it like that <laughs> that shit that shit he's a fucking alien, that shit ain't human who's it, who's able to do that yeah. I minutes. had to watch it again. Like, I had no clue what he did that when he did I was like, wait a minute. Did he...? No, he didn't just do that. Like, I'm half asleep. <laughs> like, he did not just do that. I think it's fantastic. Um,
0: I wanted to give it to him a couple weeks ago, but then he got injured, and he just – his promos and everything before the match is over, and afterwards kind of – I felt like they devalued his in-ring work that week, took him out of running, and we, I forgot who we gave it to that week. Um but he had great another great outing. And promo work was fantastic. Um, he's a new champion. Beat Andrade. Uh, I think it's awesome. And I'm glad that he got the title. I hope he has it for a while. Uh, and it's not something that they just put on him for a month. And he loses it at back class. I hope he has it for a while. And not a back and forth with Andrade. I hope that this also puts Andrade on a different plot or path. And get him away from that. I would don't mind seeing Andrade in the, the main t- title title picture. And if we don't see him the title picture after everything he's had going on with McIntyre leading up to this moment then that seems like it's all pointless at this point
1: wasted but, opportunity you're right exactly um, <clears throat> with apollo cruz uh he kind of reminds me of lashley in in this way he looks like a million bucks and he can go in the ring and then when he talks it's not what you thought it would be if that makes sense like his voice doesn't match his physique but the difference between him and Lesley is he comes off likable. Like, you want to cheer for the guy. Like, his interview he gave after he won the title, you're like, man, good for him. Like, you could tell he meant that shit. So, kudos to Apollo Crews. Like, I was never a huge fan of him, but he's he's made me a fan, like, the past month and a half. The storyline with him getting injured, like, I felt bad for him that he couldn't do the, which was clearly part of the storyline and once you figure that out you're like well shit they gotta have something big planned for him and it just sucks that that wasn't in front of a crowd like like you talked about with McIntyre these guys are getting moments that aren't happening in front of a crowd but I just uh they need to give him more mic time I think he's and and don't make it where he's acting just let the guy fucking talk just let him come through as a likable motherfucker that has worked his ass off to get to the WWE and win his first singles title in four years
0: yeah, absolutely. He's definitely a, one of the wrestlers who has outshined and benefited from everything going on right now. And I'm glad he's gotten that opportunity to do so. So with that, we got some news this week in wrestling. Um, got some new signings. We have obviously the start of the week with Flip Gordon re-signing with a ring of honor. Uh, despite rumors, Are I guess he said himself despite being he- given heavy offers from WWE, AEW, and other organizations, chose to stay in Ring of Honor. Um, any thoughts on, on on that at all?
1: I didn't even know Flip Gordon was still a thing, to be honest with you. Here's the like, thing.
0: Flip Gordon's the number one contender for rush's title. Really? He he won the number one contender. He should have been fighting for the championship at, um, uh, at Supercard. But everything happened and that's been put on hold but he won it right before everything went on lockdown so he's currently the ring of honor number one contender
1: you know who who, who's uh, lost credit and stuff like this is ring of honor like obviously you like ring of honor you watch them all the time I'm I'm what you would call I guess a non hardcore hardcore fan like I'm not going out of my way to watch any I'll watch whatever it is if it's on my like I haven't watched impact in a while because it's so fucking hard to find Um, if it's on my TV, I'll watch it. And ROH, for me, has been out of sight, out of mind. Like, you know, three minutes ago, I said, is Flip Gordon still a thing? And you're like, he's a fucking number one contender for the world title. Well, I don't know that, because ROH isn't on national television, and they make their programming so hard to find if you don't pay for it. And then, I don't know if it still works like that, but what was on TV was always, like, months behind what was actually happening. So...
0: It's kind of the same thing. They had been doing some do some different things and posting it on there. I know that they've been giving putting more content on the website and through the app. And then I know like even Marty Scrolls filming doing thing doing shows on there too. It's, it's interesting. There's not Ring Ring. Um, speaking of Ring of Honor, if you're not following like the Briscoes online, like some of their fucking shit, like they're hilarious already. But there's some of their shit's just so fucking far out there. It's fantastic. Um. Then we get a uh, Drew Gulak. If you didn't watch SmackDown this week, we had Drew Gulak pop up in the Battle Royal um, conversations in the back. He was right there next to Daniel Bryan, and I didn't even see that they had signed him until I saw that moment when he was there. I'm like, oh, I guess they brought Drew Gulak back. Apparently they signed him for a multi-year contract. The terms of it, not necessarily given yet. With the exception of that, it's a multi-year deal. Uh, I think it's awesome. I think it's fantastic. I hope that we get the payout. With him and Daniel Bryan down the line. Because I think that's going to be a great story. And I think that those they, the two of them are going to put on a great program together in the ring.
1: Yeah, he re-signed earlier this week. Um, I think we talked about it when they first let him go. We we said, if I'm not correct, or if I'm not mistaken, didn't we say something like this? Like maybe he's just kind of renegotiating or taking a couple weeks off or being furloughed. At the possibility of him coming back was there. Or did I make Yeah, it no, up?
0: that's That's what we talked about. And I honestly think that with everything going on, that... Because this contract expired, like, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. And they had just let everybody go, like, two weeks before that. So, I think they were just... I feel like they were just ironing out details and letting things blow over before they signed the guy. They just got rid of people for money, and now they just signed the guy for money. So, I think they were just trying to iron stuff out. But he's back. I think that's fantastic. I think that's a... a a win for both WWE and Drew Gulak. We got a debut this week, which I didn't know. It, I thought it was they had to wait a little bit longer, um, but FTR.
1: Fuck the revival.
0: Fuck the rest. Show up. I'm not even gonna try to say their names because they're so fucking stupid. Um, I think it's Dax and it's Dawson. Familiar. Well, no, I know. Oh but- no, that's
1: the two big motherfuckers in the NWA. Uh, Well, Dawson
0: was his name before, but uh, Dax Hardwood and Wheeler. That's his name for
1: real? Hardwood? Yeah, dude.
0: That's his name.
1: (laughs) What a pervert, that guy.
0: And and the other one. um, Of
1: all the names, you pick Hardwood?
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, I'd probably pick that too. But Dax Hardwood (laughs) and Chase Wheeler or something like that. Cash Wheeler. What a
1: stupid (laughs) fucking name. Oh, my God. Um, They show
0: up at AEW Dynamite this week, looking like they're going to attack the Bucks, but instead, they aid them and take out the Butcher.
1: So here's the thing. Let me tell you why I like this. (laughs) Because this is what Cody should have did. Cody came out in his truck, revved his engine up, and did like $18 worth of damage on a little plastic barricade that he ran over when he was about to attack Lance Archer a couple weeks ago. This is how you come in in a car. You drive in, you walk out. I loved it. Um, I wasn't expecting it to be them. I mean, we all knew they were going to AEW eventually. Like, where else would they go? I think I said weeks ago that I wanted them to go to NWA or something like that, but we all knew they were going to AEW. So to see it was cool, but I'm just... Everybody wants this dream match between them and the Young Bucks, and I'm just like, eh, I'll watch it. Yeah. It'll probably be fun, but... It's not really my be, thing.
0: No, it's not. It's going to be boring as shit because they're dry as fuck. I don't care what anyone says. I know people have a hard on for hard I thought you were, were a
1: Young no, Bucks fan. No, I love the Bucks. I think the Revival's better than the Young Bucks. They think just so. don't They just don't have the charisma and shit like that the Young Bucks have. But in Ring, I think they're better than the Young
0: wrestlers? Bucks. Wrestlers? Okay, yeah, okay, wrestlers, I can agree with you on that. I think they're better wrestlers, yeah. but their wrestling is boring as shit.
1: They don't connect with the crowd like the Young Bucks do. But the shit that they do in the ring means something. But if there's – like we just talked about it a minute ago. I'm one yep. of those guys that's a connection guy. Exactly. Like If if I don't feel it, it doesn't matter.
0: If there's no emotional tie-in – and emotional tie-in doesn't mean you're fucking falling over backwards crying for it. Just like if you can't emotionally connect with it, then it doesn't – it just blows over. There's matches – there's people that I know I should like and I, I, I respect their talent – but I just can't connect with them, so it's like I don't want to watch this shit. Like I'm just gonna go on. Um, so with that, we got another one. Um, some more news this week. Congratulations, a baby was born. Bray Wyatt and JoJo welcome baby number two. And they had another baby. They had another baby. I, I mean, I guess I guess JoJo's just not coming back ever again. Bray just said, "I'm gonna do what I can," and it, hey. If, if if Seth can keep Becky out, then Ixodera How can keep Jojo out, and he just the feet you know, multiplying.
1: i I ain't gonna get graphic, but I'm. Yeah, <laughs> I could see how I could see why that boy he ain't shit at Jenga though, because he couldn't pull out of a goddamn driveway. Um But yeah, congratulations to them. Uh, kids are gonna be weird though walking around in a fiend mask at one year old. No. <laughs> but no, man, congratulations. You know that. how, Let's... like,
0: people cover the pictures of their babies when they're born on Uncle <laughs> and shit? Yeah. It's just going to be a babies in fiend mask online. No, it's going to be a little lantern the black... that he's got exactly. some of somebody's head. <laughs> it's going to be the black sheep mask and the white sheep mask. And he's going to have his new family Wyatt clan. Yeah, hey,
1: he's like, the hell with you, Bron-, <laughs> Bron. I don't need you to join the, <laughs> Bron- the Wyatt. We got our own.
0: It's gonna be the broken. So I don't know. I know you don't really watch Walking Dead, but in this, even in the series, um, we're like beta. Every episode of it, beta like when Alpha dies, beta. Spoiler alert for those who haven't caught up on the entire season.
1: Yeah, it's only a year
0: old. It's only yeah beta. uh, Luke dies and he cuts off her mask, like her uses her face after his mask was destroyed, and like pieces her mask together or with his to make a new mask it's going to be Bray Braun just destroyed that black sheet mask and and Bray's going to grab it and like mold it with the fiend mask and put it on his child and be like
1: I thank you Braun this is what I needed (laughs) so freaky but I can see him doing some shit like that because he's a weird cat but uh, let's go ahead and take our final break and then when we come back we got some more stuff I believe we're talking a little in your house and whatever other news we got left Boot to the Face episode eighty nine. Stay tuned. Welcome back, Boot to the Face episode eighty nine. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez. I was hungover all day yesterday after our Zoom thing we did Friday night. I don't know what to talk about. I drank like half a bottle of Maker's Mark forty six by myself, and I woke up yesterday and I was feeling good yesterday morning. And then like three o'clock, I was like, "Oh my god, what is happening to me? Am I falling apart?" So I. I hadn't drank anything since then Until today Even though it's only 1230 I got my Wrestlemania cup here Filled with Little Makers 46 and Sweet Tea In case we talk about Santana Garrett
0: Well I mean we did Give her a, a, an award And didn't even mention her name um, Especially because I wanted to bring it up Anytime that you can get a, become champion And get a reaction out of Santana Garrett Garrett's state, ringside You deserve it right then and there Just saying Good job uh, she, Apollo yeah, fucking Paula's the man. That's what happens. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I kind of, I threw this to you the other day, and you kind of just blew me off. This? Kind of, You know, I don't want to fucking hear that shit. Oh, Becky wow. Lynch says she is coming back. Her plans are to return. I know you don't believe it.
1: I'll believe oh, it when I see it.
0: Uh, so, you really still, even after she said she's coming back, eventually, you just don't believe she's coming back.
1: I mean, just because she's a pretty woman doesn't mean you can trust her. She's a wrestler. Anytime exactly. wrestlers say one thing, they do the other. Wow, it's she's been that wrestler, way for years. It's been know. that way for years. Anytime a wrestler says no, it means yes. And when they says yes, it means no.
0: Oh, I already told you, man. If she's going to have that baby. She's going to do her maternal things. And then she's going to grab that belt off the shelf, tell Seth, sit your ass at home and watch the baby. It's time for you to be on paternity leave, and I'm going to go back. And she's going to walk in with that, with, with the title that Seth has on his shoulder.
1: Look, as the biggest Becky fan... And yes, know, I
0: know Seth doesn't have a title right now, but he will by the time she comes back.
1: As the biggest Becky fan, you know, I'm all for her coming back. I just don't think it's happening. I okay. think I think we have seen the last of full-time Becky Lynch. I kids Kids change people, man. And... For them to do this in the middle of like the biggest run of her life, whether it was on purpose or accident or whatever, who knows? It's their life. Who gives a shit? Like, who are we to talk about it? It's something. We ain't Jim that was Cornette, in- that's for sure. Yeah, it's something that was important enough for them to where they did it right now, in the middle. Not only in the middle of the biggest run of her career, in the middle of a pandemic. So, if you don't think this is going to change at least her schedule, then I don't know. You're mistaken, and I think. If she does come back, it'll be on a part-time basis. I don't think it's going to be working house shows and shit like that. I think she's a special attraction now, And if she comes back. I don't think she's coming back. I think she's coming back to get her Hall of Fame ring.
0: There's going to be a WWE wing that's going to be a daycare center. Oh, shit. Look at that card. That, that's sick. That's awesome.
1: I just cracked open a pack of WWE Is that Bailey
0: getting that armbar, too? Yep. and for that's the first fantastic. time, I have
1: a Becky Lynch card. I've opened up hundreds of these fucking cards and never got one ever. And I get one today and Marty brings it up as I'm looking through the cards. <laughs> fucking serendipity like a motherfucker. Speaking of
0: Becky being gone, she's been replaced on the, the Raw banner. And she's been replaced by Angel Garza. Does the WWE expect a lot from this kid? And is he someone he they're going to place their, their future in? I I just don't see them putting a random person on the banner to bring people in.
1: No. Short answer. <laughs> okay. Long answer. I, and I don't mean this to be, like, tying stuff in and comparing people because of ethnicity. But I wish it was Sammy Guevara. Like, if Sammy Guevara was on the poster for, quote, AEW or WWE, like, I could see it. Like, that dude's got a star written all over him. Angel Garza, besides when he rips his little track shorts off, like, that's really it.
0: The guy sucks. I don't (laughs) care what he
1: says.
0: (laughs) Fucking in ring. Tell us
1: how you really feel, Marty.
0: On the mic. Fucking leave Charlie alone. FTP, bro. FTP. We're going from FTR to FTP. That's a full fucking circle right there. That's
1: for Uh, people at home paying attention. That means fuck that puto.
0: um, Samoa Joe... Sounds like they were permanently replacing Jerry Lawler with Samoa Joe. I'm here I think, for it. I, that's fucking fantastic. We talked about AEW, how fan, how amazing, Jer- how awesome <clears throat> Jericho was as analyst and commentator. And I think the, he connected well with that. I think that Samoa Joe, every time he's on the mic, it's a fantastic show. And if they're going to replace Jerry Lawler with him, that means not only do we, get, do we get Joe on the mic, but it means we don't get the king on the mic. And that is even bigger news. And that's fucking awesome.
1: The more... Go ahead.
0: If only JR can go away, then we'd be fucking full set right now.
1: Boy, you preaching to the choir. If you pass around a collection plate right now, I'm putting 20 bucks in that motherfucker. Hot damn! I'm loving everything you're saying right now. Uh, Samoa Joe, the best thing about this is he won't be in the ring. Not that I don't like him wrestling, but he's always getting hurt and then he's gone. So you still get the Samoa Joe attitude. You still get the good commentary. You get it every week, and God forbid he doesn't get like carpal tunnel from writing down notes or something like that because he's or, injury prone as a motherfucker. I and mean, he's probably
0: gonna get hurt for carrying the entire announce team on his back, but that's a different story.
1: Wouldn't wouldn't doubt it. But I love it. That's a great move.
0: Awesome. Uh, WWE bans a move this week. We talked. You kind of mentioned started getting that earlier. Um, the buckle bomb has been banned through the WWE we've seen obviously Carrie saying that issue would happen i don't think there was a full like that was a reason why i think that was supposed to look that way That wasn't but even a buckle are,
1: bomb though she was like picking her but, up by the throat and just like slung her
0: right i know but they're they're kind of putting it all together i know that some wrestlers have you know based on their last match was because of the buckle bomb thank you Seth Rollins um that sarcasm uh, but yeah that's do you think this is a move that should be gone
1: I, I don't really care, in you know, all honesty. Like Seth Rollins does it. Does anybody else do it?
0: I don't. I, I think I, I think Nia Jax was like the first person to see do it. It's not.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. The <clears throat> bigger deal is, damn, Seth. That's like two moves in the past four years that you've got banned. First, I mean, they banned that's... the curb stomp for the, a couple of years to where he had to start doing the pedigree. Like, get your arsenal together, motherfucker.
0: Or, or show that that shit can work without killing somebody. How about yeah. that? Fucking hone your craft, bro. Perfect that shit, and they won't ban it. Um, yeah, that that was my only take on it. I, I can care less if they ban a move or not. But it's just like, come on, dude. Like, it really isn't there. I mean, you're stretching.
1: People get um, up in arms about everything. They banned the driver in WWE years ago, and it doesn't mean shit. Like, who did the piledriver? You know, like. Right? Whose finish was the pile driver? Paul Arndorf was the last motherfucker whose finish was the pile driver. How long ago was that? WrestleMania 2?
0: Well, I mean, Owen isn't Owen Hart? Didn't Owen Hart the pile driver?
1: He like, did it. It wasn't his move, no. clearly. If it was God. his move, I'm pretty sure Austin wouldn't have a <laughs> fucked up neck right now.
0: That would stay with it. Um, <clears throat> Ring of Honor cancels June. Which we should talk about Ring of Honor coming down full circle. Ring of Honor now cancels. They were supposed to be canceled through May. Now they cancel all events through June including best in the world pay-per-view um that's i mean there really is nothing to talk about there just the fact that they're still keeping shit off the air um kind of goes along the lines with some other articles this week from new japan tanahashi coming out and stating that it's stupid and, and reckless for them to be coming back in new japan um just in an empty arena format so it's not worth it to come back and do it um so there's just ring of honor there there's here's the thing that's article i uh, interviewed with marty scroll they're still paying their talent, even though they're not bringing anything in. So well, that's they're doing what, whatever I was they're just doing
1: they're... about to ask, Like, what's so hard about Ring of Honor going to Florida and filming? Yeah, they can't find a warehouse to rent out put a ring down there. But if they're still paying their talent, like that's the that's a, a big part of the important part. Obviously, you don't want to lose your fans. So I'm hoping they're still putting out some kind of content. I know NWA is doing all this crazy shit because they don't want to wrestle in front of empty arena where they've got like podcasts and Nick Aldis has a show now and the NWA Girl Power has a show. So they're at least trying to stay out there. I don't know what Ring of Honor is doing to try to combat not having content coming out.
0: Like I said, they're doing different things and releasing it on the website. So they are doing different adding some content on there. Um it's not wrestling matches. They've got a sale uh,
1: going on. I know that. Like 20 or 30% off everything on their website. But guess what you won't find on there—the fucking all-in Blu-ray or DVD.
0: You know fucking what's coming?
1: Release the DVD, cowards! Monday,
0: Villain Enterprise is releasing an entire like website of product and merchandise, and I cannot wait because there's shit on there I always I already want to buy. The Seth, oh, the Shane McMahon jersey is going to be permanently retired because I will not have a re- a new jersey to be wearing, and I can't wait for that shit to come through. Um uh, you even
1: bought a goddamn shame, man. Jersey makes me want to find another partner to do podcasts
0: with. Uh, whatever. Anyways, last two things: Sonny Deville to acting. She's signed on by a ad talent agency, and there's rumors of her possibly being brought in and looked at for the new Batman role to, or Batwoman role, since Ruby Rose has up and quit or left the role. Uh, Did she really? Yeah, that's me, me and my wife that's and sweet. kids
1: were just talking about her the other day. I can't remember what we were talking about, but some kind of way she came up as the. Oh, I know what it is. the The package that Talkamania sent me had these little candies in them, and inside the candy eggs were superheroes. And one was Batgirl, and one was Batman. And we got to talking about like who Batgirl is, and my wife thought she brought up Halle Berry, and I was like, No, that's Catwoman. Like you don't know what you're talking about, she was like, I meant Ruby Rose, and Layla's like, who's Ruby Rose, and this whole thing, but, uh, that's weird that she quit, she got, and she got, she got Ruby Rose, is,
0: and Halle Berry mixed up,
1: no, she got Catwoman and Batgirl
0: mixed oh, up, oh, okay, okay, like, that's a big difference there,
1: yeah, okay, which is, I mean, it's, you know, it's a, and she was like, she's beautiful, and blah, blah, I'm like, Ruby Rose, I'm like, I don't see it, but, you oh,
0: know, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing.
1: Different strokes for different folks, I guess. Hey, man. Um, but Sonya Deville, getting back to her. we I get sidetracked a lot. I apologize. I know you're trying to keep us on the reins. I apologize. Sonya Deville, I did want to bring up. I watched her and Lacey Evans. I'm starting to like Sonya Deville. It's about time. Like, she's she's, she's doing it for me. Like, I, I like the attitude. I like the in-ring. I like the new move that she stole from Adam Cole. <laughs> Her and her and Lacey like beat the shit out of each other too. Like that was a fight. It wasn't a. I like the way they started the match out with like the amateur stuff, the count out, and Sonya Deville and her just going back and forth. I could see Sonya being a badass in Hollywood. I don't see her as Batgirl, but I could see her being like a henchwoman, like kind of like Gina Carano was in uh the Fast and Furious, or like she is in the Mandalorian, just being like a woman that's the muscle. But I couldn't see her carrying the Batgirl franchise.
0: Yeah, I don't know about her carrying the franchise. I think that she could fill the role pretty well. Um, I guess we'll see what happens. But I just thought it was interesting that Ruby Rose is out, and that uh, now that Sonya Deville obviously gets picked up, I think it's, I think it's interesting, and I think I actually
1: kind of like the fact that are they Logan's only hiring trying, lesbians? Is that what they're well,
0: doing? It is. That's kind of the thing. It's like they're looking like they're going for someone in the LGBT. Uh, community to fill that role and that's mm. kind of what they're what they're going at that's what like, all the different rumors you know? well so.
1: but, uh, correct i only watched a couple episodes of bad girl but wasn't she correct like, yeah she was like that in the tv show so i could yep. see that
0: yeah so um yeah i, I mean I, I think it's pretty cool i mean we talked about becky lynch again you know, start making their movie scene uh sasha banks Potentially being in shit, and then now Sony Deville. I think it's awesome that these that these superstars are trying to make their way in other aspects. Um, obviously, it can be done, and if you hit the right stride, you know, obviously the sky's the limit. You know, we haven't had a female wrestler hit the stratosphere like The Rock or Cena, and I think we're about to. I, who I don't know who it's going to be. It could be Becky Lynch. depending on Did you on what just goes compare
1: John Cena's acting career to The Rock? No, no,
0: I'm not saying the same. I'm saying that. But what, what Cena's done in acting is at a higher level. It's not Roddy Piper. It's not Hulk Hogan. It's not a big show.
1: Whoa, Roddy Piper was the man in Hollywood for a while. If Roddy Piper would have came around around the top, time that The Rock did, if like, times were the same, he would probably be just as big as The Rock is right now. Like Roddy Piper was good in movies. They live? Come on now.
0: Hold on, That was man. my shit. I I love Roddy Piper, but he's not he's not holding up franchises to the same level with The Rock
1: and Cena. Timing, man. It was all timing. I no, think, okay,
0: that's understandable. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that if you compare them, what Rock and Cena did for wrestlers moving into acting is at a whole new level. Obviously, Cena's not doing it without The Rock. So what The Rock's done is, you know, it hasn't been done on the, on the women's side. And I think we could see somebody hit that mark. And I think it'd be interesting and awesome to see who, oh, it do, who wow. does it first.
1: We're going to see somebody hit that mark, and that's why she's not returning to full-time wrestling once she's done having a baby.
0: I can't believe her hitting that mark. I think she's still coming back, but I still think that she's going to be the one that does it. Um, And at least the last thing in the news, lucky bitch of the week. Otis wins! Now, Did she Martin come out Stein.
1: dressed in damn denim shorts again? I, I don't remember. This man changed her whole wardrobe out. Otis turned—he turned her out, Marty. You missed your chance. I. You got to think if she's if she's with Otis, like anybody could have got her. Boy, if only she was at Access last year in New York City. My How the stars would have changed. But it all worked out. You got a good woman now. You're fine.
0: Agreed 100%. (laughs) So with that, that ends the news segment of the day. What we have next, we have TakeOver in your house. Now,
1: are we sure this next weekend? Because the last time we did a prediction on a (laughs) pay-per-view...
0: It was two weeks I looked like five (laughs) times. And I'll even look again to make sure that it's right here.
1: June 24th. (laughs) We're predicting that shit now.
0: No, because the week after (laughs) is Backlash. Yeah, June 7th. So a week from today, we have In Your House. Which, this is the first In Your House we've had in 21 years. Kind of give a little backstory. The last in house we had was the Valentine's Day massacre in '99, um, and I looked back at this
1: card: The Rock and Mankind,
0: Austin, Austin McMahon, McMahon in a
1: cage match,
0: Val Venus and Shamrock, Jeff Jarrett and Owen versus D'Lo. Brown you said that Mark was 21
1: Henry. years ago. How the hell do I remember the top two matches off of that? That's how. Important And how good that shit was back then Just off the top of my head 20 some odd years ago I could remember the card I can't remember who main evented fucking money in the bank Last month
0: I mean That, that card I just want to go back and watch that card now Because just looking back at it I'm like, That was such a big card It's fucking awesome Even Too Cool Wasn't even called Too Cool yet They were called Too Much at that point
1: Like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, shit. They were definitely too much
0: yeah uh but we as of right now we have five matches on that card we can knock those out real quick just to get your thoughts on that we have two singles matches and three title matches first singles match we got uh Champa versus cross
1: obviously cross cross has gotta win this Champa's gotta right gotta help him out and and lay down for this one um I'm hoping cross gets to show what he really has because he's re- he's really good in the ring mm-hmm. like believable. Absolutely. Badass. Obviously, he's been wrestling uh, the Barry Horwitzes of the world, where they're just there to make him look good, and he's doing that. He's actually going to have to take an ass whooping in this one, or maybe he just comes out and squashes Champa. Could you? Could you imagine I, that?
0: I I think that that's what needs to happen. I think he absolutely needs to come out and just squash the shit out of him. Um. So yeah, I got cross on that one. Um, the other singles match. We got Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I think Priest gets the win here. Um.
1: I think Finn wins. And if Velveteen Dream's not the one to take the belt off of Adam Cole, I think it's got to be Finn Balor. Like Finn Balor has killed it since he's been back in NXT. I love the fact that he's not the demon. I love that he's not coming out like placating to the crowd, even though there is no crowd. But I love the fact that he just changed back into the Prince, Prince David, and just a "fuck you" attitude. I'm better. I'm the best fucking wrestler on NXT. I'm gonna give a shit what anybody says, and I like that. This is the first time I've. My wife is a Finn Balor fan. I've never really cared either way. I'm a fan now.
0: So That's awesome. I'm, I'm a I'm fan. I'm good of Finn with. Balor. I'm good with Balor winning. I I want him to have that feud with Adam Cole. Uh, I think the two of them are going to put on great matches, and, and I would love to see Finn Balor be the champion again. Um, I, I think Priest gets the win here, though. I, I want Balor to win, but I think they give to Priest. Um, NXT Women's: We got Flair, Ripley, and Shirai.
1: Io's got to win.
0: This is this is it. This is where they finally give it a title. They I cannot talk about how many times they have fucking given. She can't get over it She can't get over the hill She keeps trying she, She's she like the Chris Jericho
1: of this generation
0: You know And it's like Here's the thing Now all she
1: needs is the somebody that's the rock To put her over And we don't and have the
0: that The fact that They keep having Charlotte Flitter on everything else They obviously feel that they need to have Charlotte there To, <clears throat> to put people to watch There's no reason for her to have the NXT Championship If she's going to be on SmackDown
1: Raw all week long Yeah, Barry Barry's actually complaining about me complaining about Charlotte being on every show, but I seem to remember, like, Becky being on every show, and Barry just, why is Becky on every fucking show, every fucking week? That was my Barry impersonation, since he, he did impersonation on me on doing the favor, so that was my, how dare you have Becky on every fucking show, every fucking week?
0: I didn't know Barry was uh turning into Bill Clinton though, did it but okay I did. <laughs> hey man.
1: I had to make it funny. Oh, could, that's fantastic. I could actually probably do a really good Barry, but I'm not gonna do it.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Uh I th- yeah, so again, I think Shirai gets the title finally, and then we see her just raise that title and that brand to a whole new level.
1: Earlier you <laughs> asked if uh you couldn't tell if somebody was a heel or a face. I think because there's no crowd, I think everybody's kind of in a gray area right now. But what is Io Shirai? Isn't she supposed to be a heel? I don't think so.
0: Like, that was I the whole seen, point. She turned on Candice
1: LeRae and, and switched to this persona where she's supposed when to be she a came, heel.
0: I thought when she came back, she came back basically as a face. Yeah, but Candice LeRae is someone who's forced to be a face, and she's not.
1: She's not a heel she's, either.
0: Yeah, she's just there.
1: Keith Lee said... Johnny Gargano and his action figures are the same size. And I laughed my ass off about that. (laughs) That that whole segment was so funny. It was awkward and it was funny.
0: Speaking of them, they're having the North American Championship. Gargano and Lee. And Lee better destroy Gargano. Oh, yeah, Keep Lee's going
1: Absolutely. After that match, we're all going to have to bask in his glory. That was for Damian Cruz. (laughs) Damian (laughs) Cruz has got a good eye for talent. That guy... Like, he watches, uh, is it PWG that's out in California that he goes to all the time? And he tells me about people all the time. And when they get to WWE, he's like, watch out for this guy. He's pretty good. And Keith Lee was one of them. So, shout out to
0: Damien. NXT Championship, Cole versus Dream in a Dream's last chance match. Do you think he breaks the hump here? And he finally gets that title.
1: I just want him to, like, lose. And then ask for another title shot, and Adam Cole be like, you said you can't. You already agreed to it. And then him post that little meme of the dream has no recollection of that. Or the dream has no memory of that. I don't Fantastic. know why. But, no, I, th- I think he wins. Uh, I guess he's not a pedophile, so he'll probably win.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think Dream's going to win it here. That's why I was saying you know earlier, I would love to see Ad- or, uh, Cole and Balor. I don't, but I don't think we're going to because I think we're going to get Dream with that title come after that week, after this
1: week. Boy, did that whole thing fizzle out, like, as quick as it started. Remember how on fire social media was about him being a pedophile and then, like, it's just gone.
0: Yeah, well, that's what happens when there's no evidence and nothing coming through it. I'm not going to speak too much to it because I don't, really wasn't really following it, but I haven't seen anything come out saying he was or, you know, so I... Obviously, there wasn't enough of something to show that it was true. But. True that. it. That's all I'm going to say on that, because I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a prosecutor, and I really don't give a shit.
1: You know who's the lawyer? EJ Reed. What's up, homie? Hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm just talking about people all, the whole episode. That's what I'm going to start doing now. I'm just start yeah, shouting right. out the yeah. listeners.
0: Just in the middle of it. Um, but with that, that is NXT Takeover in your house, coming to you next Sunday. Um, with that, anything you want to add?
1: I don't. Uh, We'll say what's up to a couple people. I'll let you go first, because you told me last time I stole all your thunder, and I said something to everybody, so I'll let you go first.
0: (laughs) Uh, I do want to shout out Pete Peteopolis. I know we shout him out a lot, uh, but I do another podcast throughout the week, and it's a nerdcast, and Pete's always on it. I mean, we all know that Pete shouts at everybody and does everything, and and he's the man. He's the biggest hype man out there. Uh, But He's always in there on our Twitch show, and he's always in the chat room. Uh, actually, this week I didn't even know he was in there. got I, I, normally I look and see who's in our show because we usually get pretty decent following in there. I really didn't look, and then at the end of it, I just see Pete pop in and in the chat room. I'm like, oh shit, Pete's been here the whole time. All right then. Um, but Pete's always there. I appreciate the follow. I appreciate the support. Um, doesn't matter. He's always there. He's just he's like. He's just one of those. He's just a great person, man. He just follows everyone, and if you're not following him on everything, whether it's his his blog he puts together or his content, his toy toy um, content he puts out there, you should be because it's great stuff, man. I love it. He talks wrestling, talks cartoon, our toys, he talks uh, Legos and sports. It's fantastic. So I, that's that's the big one I have this week. Just appreciate all he does for everybody.
1: Uh, we got Talkamania, we got doing a favor. those are two two good podcasts to to go follow. Uh, Adrian Ruiz, a guy both of us know through the Carl stuff that listens every week and I'll get a random message throughout the week where I'll say something stupid and he'll be he'll quote it and <laughs> and laugh at me. Uh, EJ Reed, we talked about what's up to him, Damien Cruz, uh, just everybody man. Too many people to listen to, but or to list. I got to start writing this stuff down. But if you are listening to this right now, and I didn't call your name, I apologize, but I thank you. And if you want to say you're welcome, go to iTunes and give us a rating and review. That's a great way to say thanks for shouting me out, Rucker, even though you forgot my name and just said everybody.
0: Exactly. And not only can you find us on iTunes, you can find us on Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Spreaker, Full Press Radio, and anywhere else you can find on your podcast.
1: We are there. Yep. So, with that, this has been Boot to the Face, episode 89. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. Stay safe. Stay away from stuff. Mind your business. Go to work. Take care of your family. Peace.
0: Later.